What's up, bozos? This is the next episode in Drunk Chicago Sports. I am your host, Mike Dicka. Dicka, that's Mike Dicka. Not to be not to be confused with the coach. It's been a while since my last podcast. If you're looking for an explanation, I don't have anything good for you. It's called Drunk Sports. Drunk Sports Podcast or whatever the fuck it is. And uh, you know, I haven't been drunk enough and had enough time to make a podcast. So there you go. But first off, I'd like to uh, mention in my very first podcast, I said, I, I uh, foreshadowed it. That what could end up biting the Bears the most is the Bears passing up on Mac Jones. Because New England Patriots, although they're not the same without Brady, clearly this year they're back, they're rolling just like they were. Even though they might not have that championship pedigree. They're rolling along pretty fucking smooth. And like I said before, they got Mac Jones, and Bears could have had him. Could have had him and would have a first-round draft pick this year. Get get yourself a fucking stud-wide receiver, maybe a top-five pick, or a fucking left tackle and switch some other bozos around. Be in pretty good fucking situation. Even you could probably, I don't know, I don't know. They might have, they might have been able to trade down one or two spots, and possibly still get. Eh, I don't know. I'm pushing it. I'm pushing it. Uh, like I said, drunk sports. With that being said, I don't regret uh, drafting Justin Fields. Uh, Mac Jones seems to, you know, he obviously has a better year, but with everything around him, you know, good fucking coaching staff, good offensive line, better skill players, better everything around, he's just in a better position to be successful. Or I feel like Justin Fields has a lot more promise. Um but he still needs the right pieces around him. Uh I definitely think he's in a better place than Mitchell Trubisky. Although Mitchell Trubisky looking back on things I don't know. He 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 might have he might have gotten a raw deal too. But uh, then again, I, I I regress. I regress because I feel like there's been plenty of years when fucking Aaron Rodgers had fucking Joe Schmo and some other bozo, and he ended up throwing thirty three touchdowns and seven intercept seven interceptions. So 
I think you're gonna if uh, you're gonna eventually become who you really are, no matter what's around you. So yeah. All things being said, I don't regret the the Bears drafting Justin Fields. He's a lot of promise. He's got to clean up those fumbles, but it's a good problem to have considering, you know, it's not like he doesn't have the arm strength or he's not athletic enough. He's definitely he's definitely smart enough. He's he was like the smartest rookie in the, his combine. So he's got all the tools. Um they got some work to do to uh, build around him with Allen Robinson. You got to assume is leaving. They do have some good pieces. I, I know there's a lot of pessimists with the Bears, but uh, I'm actually optimistic. Um, I mean, when you look at Larry Borum, who, you know, you, you want to pencil him at the right tackle, who's shown a lot of, prom- a lot of promise for a fifth-round pick. I know he's getting a lot of – he's getting pretty good fucking grades on the pro football focus for the right tackle. I mean, if you pencil him in a right right tackle for a couple years, then you throw in uh, Daniels at the guard, as well as Cody Whitehair, who signed for a couple years. Pretty solid. Not spectacular, but pretty solid. You know, pretty respectable. That's, you know, you, you could definitely live with that. Then you got Mustafer. Who I hear mixed mixed reviews. I hear people saying he's really promising, and I hear other people saying he's getting overpowered. So you know, let's call him average. Maybe he can improve. So I mean, if he's your starting center, I think we all can live with that. But if you draft, um, you know, a decent center uh, in the third round, you know, you don't want to draft a center in the first or second, but you draft a, a, you know, one of the higher centers in the third, fourth, fifth round, you know, and and make him compete and maybe he could take him over or maybe you get a center in the free agency. Um, I do, I do think they should sign one position, one offensive line position of a solid starter because, you know, even if there's two starter quality players, there's going to be injuries. So, but anyways, going back to what I was saying. Um, and then you got uh, Tevin Jenkins as your left uh, tackle. I know he's had uh, he had some bumps in his first couple. Well, you know, I don't think he started, but his first couple plays, whatever you want to call it, first couple games. But... From all accounts, he seems to have the pedigree to be a pretty damn good player. Kind of kind of in the same mold as the rest of the line. You know, Larry Borum, Daniels, Cody Whitehair. They're not the best players, you know. They're not, they're not going to make the, all, you know, the Pro Bowl, but they're really pretty solid. Really pretty solid. So... Like I was saying, I'd like to see them go and sign, you know, a fucking all-pro offensive lineman, wherever it may be. 
you know, if you want to put him center, tackle. Tackle would be nice, but tackle, you're going to have to break the bank. And I just don't know if that's a good idea. And uh, you're, you're set up at guard, but, you know, like I said, center, eh, it's probably the least important position on the line. So I say that, but I don't know, really know where you're going to get it, especially when you can allocate the money elsewhere. When I say it out loud, I don't have an answer, but I'm not the fucking GM. Um, but, uh, yeah, like I said, so next year, it looks like your only wide receiver is probably going to be Darnell Mooney, only starting wide receiver. Because you got to expect Allen Robinson to be gone. Hopefully you could trade him. You know, franchise sign and trade him. Maybe get fourth round pick. You know, you probably got to live with that. You know, you probably got to be happy with that. He's a good player, but he's older, and you're not going to get first, second, third round pick. <clears throat> um, where am I going with this? Running back, fucking solid, you know. Got Montgomery and Herbert. What a name, huh? Sounds like a uh, insurance dealer in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Khalil Herbert. Then, um, yeah, when you say it out loud, it's pretty mediocre. Pretty mediocre fucking offense. So what do they do? You know, you're not going to, you're not going to get, you're not going to improve in the draft more than other teams who have more picks than you. So it's just not going to happen. You got to expect that other teams are going to get better than you. So, I, which Going to my other point, which I was going to get to, I think Ryan Pace, I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me, but I think Ryan Pace has done a pretty fucking good job recently. Not in whole, because he's made some really, really bad choices. But with these, with, when you look at the last two drafts and, and see what he's hit on with very limited picks... I think you got to give him credit, and I am optimistic to see what he could do with the picks in the future. I know, I know, I know, yeah, 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 but, you know, if you had a sure thing for GM, sure, go ahead, but if you're just going to be treading your, treading your wheels, which... They're the Bears. They are. I think you got to give him. I think you got to give him a chance. Although he's had a chance, but you know what the, you know what I fucking mean. So, anyways, on offense, you got you got this quarterback, and you can't make the same mistakes that you did in the past. You know you could ruin him if you don't build around him. So how are you going to build around them? Like I said, you can't depend on the draft. Yeah. You expect him, you expect Pace to make some some picks. And make some good picks in the draft to support him. But like I said, you got to expect other teams are going to prove... Statistically, they're going to have more shots at improving in the draft because they have more picks. 
So, like I said, I think my my answer to my own question is: Thank you, fan, franchise tag Robinson. Trade him for third, fourth, maybe even fifth round pick. Trade Quinn because what? He's got fucking eighteen sacks, and that's not gonna happen. What do you have? One sack last year for us. He's so you gotta trade high, sell low. Boy, I I fucked that up. Yeah, trade high. Trade trade when he's high. And buy one is low. Yep. So uh trade him. Um I expect a pretty good fucking if he gets 19 sacks this year, I even with his you know pretty high salary, even though it's pretty fucking good relatively speaking. I want to say a third, maybe maybe a maybe they'll get lucky and get a third round and a seventh round pick. You fucking take that to the bank. Um, I'm no financial expert when it comes to salary cap, but from what I've been hearing and reading. Is it's not likely that you're gonna they're gonna trade Khalil Mack because they're gonna be so fucked by the salary cap, which I don't understand the details and I don't really care to. But just from all things I hear, is just doesn't make any sense to trade them. So yeah. Um, Goldman, man, I, I really was a fan of him before because I thought he was so good on the run defense. And I really thought he was the propeller to the to what made their defense so good because I feel like, I'm speaking two years ago, he, he called him third and eight, third and nine because when it, it's like when a team tried to run up the middle, they would get nothing, and then they end up in third and eight, third and nine, and then the D, you know, that's when they got so many sacks because the DNs and the linebackers just tee up the quarterback. You know, they knew what's coming, but the last year and a half or whatever, where he's been out, and since he's been kind of just. A no-show this year. It's like, you know, they're running all over. Well, not all. You know, just not the same. You know, it's third and three, third and four, third and two, and their defense is still pretty, you know, pretty fucking reasonable. But it's not the same when they had third and seven, third and eight, Eddie Goldman. So I really don't know what to do with them, actually. Um, Hicks, uh, Keem Hicks, I'd trade him, trade him, get him, get whatever you can get, you know, sixth round pick, fifth round pick, take that shit, take it, and, you know, and then use the salary, you got some salary space, he, he's a hell of a player, but he's gonna get hurt, he's probably gonna, you can probably count on him getting hurt, not being out six games next year, so, not gonna win Super Bowl. Let's trade that, trade that bozo. Get whatever you can get. Um, 
wrote Rip Smith, you know, he's a stud. Um, Ogletree, sure, whatever, do whatever you want. You want. You're probably not going to trade him, you know, you know, he's not paying much, so do whatever the hell you want with him. Then you get the safeties, boy, Eddie Jackson, <sighs> keep him, because, uh, you know, don't trade him, you don't trade, like I said, don't trade low, because of course you trade him, he's going to have seven interceptions next year, I mean, we've seen the talent that he had, I don't know if it's mental or why, he's just not producing, um, from all accounts, he's in the right places, and he's a leader in the defense, and he He's in the right spot, but he's not making any plays. But, you know, just keep him as keep him where he is now and hope uh, hope he can bounce back. Gibson? I don't know. Do whatever. Like, same thing. Not going to get any return. So if you want to keep him, if you want to bring him back on a lower salary or whatever, or cut him, do whatever you want. Cornerbacks, Jalen Johnson, he's, he's a stud, you know. So you got you got one one half occupied. You pencil him in. The other half, um, what's the guy the oh, Graham Jr. He's made some plays. He looks pretty nice. Uh, we don't know how that is. Um, you got Vin Dor, who seems athletic and has all the tangibles, but uh, doesn't seem to be getting very good grades as a as a starting cornerback. Um, so maybe let those two bozos fight it out. You know, like I said, you're not winning the fucking Super Bowl next year, so it's probably all about development and helping out Justin Fields. So there's no reason to go paying for a cornerback. You kind of work with what you got. Uh, maybe draft somebody. But, um, yeah, that's the Bears. That's where they're at. Uh, this kind of sucks because, <sighs> you know, it's going to take a good two, three years before they're, <laughs> that's a big if, if, you know, they're, if they make the right moves where they're in Super Bowl contention. That's a big if. But anyways, from those moves I said, you know, you take you take uh Robert Quinn's theoretical third round and seventh round pick. You take uh who else did I say? You take Robinson's fifth round pick to go with what? Do they even got a second? I don't have a first round pick. I think they got a second round pick. Yeah, they got a second round pick. Take the second round pick. Take uh, two third round picks. Then fourth, fifth, sixth, blah, 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 blah. And you see what Ryan Pace can do. Based on the last couple drafts, um, like I said, I'm ca cautiously optimistic. Going back to last year's draft. I don't know if I'm fucking so I don't think I'm too drunk to recollect. But let's first let's talk about the uh, the draft. Well, I don't know. let's try it. let's try it out. So you got Justin Fields in the 
in the first round. I know there's a lot of mixed reviews, but I'm I'm very I'm very optimistic on what he's done and it's nice to have a a solid feeling for a quarterback. It's nice to think, you know, I could be wrong, but it's nice to know that you don't have to worry about the quarterback, you know, for so many years, it's like the Bears had a really good defense and they had a good run game and all this and that, but they never didn't have a fucking quarterback. And really, I think we've all learned by now that it doesn't matter how good the rest of the fucking team is, if you don't have the good, if you don't have the right quarterback, it doesn't fucking matter. So it's nice, like I said, it's not set in stone. It's nice to know that you have a good feeling about the quarterback. You don't have to worry about the quarterback. You can worry about the offense line and second receiver and, uh, you know, and the deep, whatever, the DBs, whatever, whatever. You could worry about that all you want. At least you know you got the most important uh, position on the field covered. Um, so yeah, back to what I was saying, what was I saying? Oh yeah, the draft. So you got Justin Fields in the first. Second round pick, was there a second round pick? Was there a second round pick? You got Jenkins, Devin Jenkins. I know he's been hurt, but to get a first round level talent for an offensive tackle... Who's got a mean streak and seems to have all the tangibles. I'm very, very high on him. Like I said, if he could be a fucking almost, you know, Pro Bowl level left tackle, that's great. For a second round pick, that's very, very solid. Uh, third round pick, who did they get? I don't think they got another pick until the fucking fifth round. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I think their next round, fifth, fifth round. That little guy, that. The next pick was Larry Borum. So you get two fuck you get two fucking starting tackles in the second and the fifth round. If it ends up being that way, that's a that's a really good fucking draft. Then after that, uh you got I know you got Khalil Herber, I believe, in the sixth. Seems like a stud backup running back. you know, he's one of those guys where, you know, it's almost like you know David Montgomery's gonna get hurt again, but even for he could be out for a year. I'm I'm not wishing upon him, but you feel like if that happened, Herbert wouldn't re, wouldn't even miss a beat. Almost, you know. I, I love David Montgomery. I love the I love the yard. I love how he falls forward all the time. But I feel like Herbert would come in, get you 1,250 yards in a season, probably catch a ball out of back, backfield a little more too. And then, uh, shit, what, what I what was he? He's a six round pick. Yeah, yeah. And then you also got Graham Jr., which, by all counts, I know it's the sample is small, but he seems to be a stud on the other side of the uh, cornerback. Um, the jury's out on him, but so far, so good. 
seven round pick. I know you get the Tongya, Tonga, whatever. Chichin Tongya, whatever his name is. Um, seems like a very solid uh, rotational piece. You know, who knows what he grows into. Could be a very solid player. So, you know, there's definitely no busts on that on that list. And to to get that uh to get that many I want to call starters with hardly any with many choices with the limited choice lack of the lack of choices. I have to give Ryan Pace credit. Um, I think the draft is like the hardest thing a GM can do, and I don't think, I think people take it for granted, you know, even the successful franchises, they make mistakes. Teams make mistakes all the time, and I, I and I, I think we take that for granted because we've had such shitty drafts, um, so yeah, just in my opinion, if they got rid of Ryan Pace and they got somebody who, you know, I'm like, who's better? Who or even looks better at first? Okay, all right. I'll be okay with that too because he did make some shitty choices. Shitty choices. Even if there's excuses to be made. <sighs> you know, to, to make so many in the in the top rounds, like I said, I, I wouldn't. I would understand if he got fired as well. But anyways, going on, going back to the previous draft. Um. Phew, boy, am I gonna fucking remember that? Um. Like I said, going back to his previous draft in what two thousand twenty. Another hell of a draft. Let's see if I can remember. You got first round, first round, first round, first round, nobody. <laughs> Second round, you got the tight end from uh, Arlington Heights, Sebastian Maniscalco. Wait, I mean, uh, Cole Komet. Um, then you got Jalen Johnson. With your other second round pick. That's a pretty fucking solid two picks. Cole Komet, I know. He's not the flashiest of them all, you know. But I think he will stand out more if you get two very solid, very solid receivers. I think if Allen Robinson would have been playing this whole year, Cole Komet would have benefited even more. Because they're going to focus more on, you know, him and Mooney, which will open up the middle. They're not going to, you know, they, they're they going to be the third priority, maybe, at Cole Komet. Because when he's when you're a slow guy, you kind of have to, um, you're just going to find that space. You're going to kind of be an inconspicuous. And when everybody's trying to focus on, uh, you know, two fast guys and the the fast guy and the route runner on the outside, then that's when you're going to sneak in the middle. But when you only got Mooney, who he's he's a very skilled player, but he's kind of like a one-trick pony with speed. But when you got in the and you got nobody to go with him, they're going to, you know, they're going to pay more attention to commit. 
So long story short, I think he's a pretty solid tight end, and you you can't complain for getting him in the second round. Uh, and he's still and he's still got what six hundred yards or something the season, which is pretty fucking good for a second year tight end, and who only you know played football half the time in Notre Dame where he's playing pass bas- basketball basketball the rest of the time. Um. So back to the draft. Third round pick, third round pick, third round pick. Holy shit. Oh my gosh. Boy, I'm fucking drawing a blank. Let's see. Bears. I just totally fucking blew it. All right, so then fifth round pick, you got Travis Gibson, which maybe three and a half weeks ago you would have said, "Oh man, like that's pretty disappointing pick." <laughs> but uh, this, you know, now was he got five and a half sacks for somebody who's. Has been playing all, you know, he's got a lot of snaps this year, he has. But he hasn't got all of them, you know. He, for for the snaps that he has in the second year, five and a half sat, snaps or sacks or whatever it is, that's a hell of a fucking promising player. And most of those weren't even uh, alongside Khalil Mack, even though uh, Robert Quinn's got a lot of fucking snacks. So, long story short, that's a pretty fucking solid pick. It could even look even better next year. The other fifth round pick, Kindle Vildor. Uh, not bad. I mean, he's not out of the league. He's he's got the talent. He showed some promise. Not bad, you know. Not. I mean, it's a fifth round pick too. It's not like it's pretty not not bad for a fifth round pick to be. Uh, almost starter level cornerback. Darnell Mooney, hell of a pick. Um, in the fifth round, hell of a pick. Um, Ar- Arlington Hambright, seventh seventh round pick. He's still on the Bears, I believe. Um, I know he's had some snaps this year. I believe he's at the other Bozo. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he has. So, um, all that being said. For a couple of, what, five or six picks the Bears had? Yeah, six or seven, sorry. They did get Lachavius Simmons in the seventh round pick. I don't know. I've heard his name. I don't even know if he's still with them. But overall, I say that's a pretty fucking good class. And I'm, like I said, I'm excited to see what Ryan Pace will do um, in the next draft if he's still there. So, that being said, uh, I think I'm about done with this fucking podcasty bozos. Uh, when am I going to post my next podcast? I don't know, but we shall see. Smell you later.